Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Pistachios are a tasty seed that grow on trees and have cream-colored shells and green-colored flesh. A pistachio green is a specific hue, a soft yellowish green that was super popular in the fall of 2019. In Pantone's catalog, it's 13-0221. But there was a time when the pistachios that Americans ate were almost all dyed red, seed, and shell, so vibrant red that it would stain your fingers. So, why were pistachios dyed red in the first place, and why aren't red pistachios around anymore? It all starts with a Syrian pistachio importer by the name of Zaloum, who supposedly dyed his pistachios red to differentiate his product from that of his competitors and to hide any minor imperfections from harvesting. The pistachio is believed to be indigenous to the Middle East, as specifically Iran, and has been widely cultivated from Afghanistan to the Mediterranean region, and more recently in California, where it was introduced in 1854 as a garden tree. 
we spoke with Persian chef and writer Najmia Batmanglij. She explained, for Iranians and Turks, pistachios play an important role in their culture and cuisine. For them, pistachios are everyday snacks, roasted, salted, and sometimes with lime juice. There are pistachio cookies flavored with rose water and cardamom, pistachios with lamb braised with rose water and saffron, pistachio meatballs cooked in pomegranate juice, etc. Up until the 1970s, the majority of America's pistachios came from abroad, most hailing from Iran. Zaloum's method of using his red dye to make his nuts stand out eventually became the identifying mark of Middle Eastern pistachios. Then, in 1979, came the Iranian hostage crisis, in which 52 American diplomats and citizens were held hostage in Iran for 444 days. Tensions between the two nations were extremely high during this time, deeply affecting how the United States viewed Iran, and also undermining Jimmy Carter's conduct of foreign policy. Carter did what any president in a tight spot would do, and imposed a number of sanctions on Iran just after the crisis began. Carter began by cutting off sales of Iranian oil and freeing all Iranian assets. On April 7, 1980, frustrated by the ineffectual outcome of the sanctions, Carter announced he would be taking drastic measures by cutting off diplomatic ties with Iran and embargoing all imports from the Middle Eastern country. His embargo against Iranian imports resulted in what was essentially an embargo on the area's vibrant red pistachios, leaving the fingers of pistachio-loving Americans everywhere their normal hue. So where do America's pistachios come from now? California grows about 98% of pistachios sold in the U.S., using an automated process that ensures little to no colorful imperfections on the shell. California produced around 4.5 million pounds of pistachios in 1977, a number that grew by 20 times only 20 years later. Now, California is home to 99% of the nation's pistachio orchards, making it a $3.6 billion industry. Coming in second and third are Arizona and New Mexico, with an economic impact of 13 million and 3.1 million, respectively. These nuts are all their natural green, but relics of red pistachios do still exist. For example, in a scene in the film The Naked Gun, in which the characters' mouths are dyed red by eating nuts, and in some people's nostalgic memories. Today's episode was written by Jeremy Glass and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other colorful topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. 
Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.